do you see a role of design with your product? I think you touched a little bit on that, but I'm really curious, like what is the UI UX or even data visual and branding? What role do they really play in your app or in your business? Hello and welcome to Hello Femtech, the podcast that features Femtech changemakers across the globe creating changes and improving the lives of women. With your two hosts, I'm Kompik Liu from Design Angel and my co-host Ari Shashak from Sikolovia. Yeah, so I think we can hop into UI UX to a certain um, amount first and we can talk about branding kind of after. But so one of the things, and I'm sure every software um, developer who you've spoken to has said this, is we uh, swallowed our pride and we released a really ugly beta to the public. <laughs> and we were like, we've thought really, really hard about how to display this information and how to make this information accessible to you. How do you feel about it? And you know when you're just like too smart about things and too, do you like, ooh, and this can signify this and this can signify this. So we launched this product um, and we got decent feedback, but the most valuable feedback we got was around kind of where is, where is the value proposition? Because it's, it's hard to find because we had accidentally buried it like three pages deep. Um, and so what was really valuable for us was like launching this, this, it was a beautiful product. Like it looked really pretty, but functionally it was ugly. Um, I think just I, how nerdy you folks are with like semiotics and, and semantics and stuff like that. But like Claude Levi-Strauss has like his structural functionalism um, theory where you talk about kind of like every structure has a function. And so we made these beautiful metaphors with our structures and their functions. Um, but because of that, like we were like, eventually people would be trained to just naturally equate X with Y. Um, but that doesn't happen. And when you try and wait for people to understand that X is Y, they get lost and they get tired of participating. <laughs> They're like, where is the thing? Where is the, where is the, where is the thing I'm supposed to be getting out of this? Right. Um, and so we launched it knowing there were going to be lots of problems with the design and we just waited for feedback. We just waited for people to tell us, you know, like it took me two months to find that piece of interpretive advice that you send out. That's like, Oh, you know, if you, if you're bloating at this time in the month, that's normal. And it's not, it's not anything you're doing. You just have something that we like colloquially like to call leaky cell syndrome where your cells literally just like spill water everywhere and you get a little bit puffy. Um, and people are like, that took way too long. Like, why was that buried three pages back when I could use it now? Um, and the other really important thing that we went through is the first version of our onboarding process. So because like you said, Ari, like data is so, so important to what we do. When we do our intake, we ask a lot of questions and a lot of those questions have like cultural significance beyond um, what people might be not used to considering when they sign up for our software. And we had to find a way to visually represent things like sex and gender, which are, which are different things. Um, but we tried, we thought we were so smart. We tried this like gender spectrum bar, but most of the people who were downloading the software had never considered their own gender expression before. And so instead of understanding that, and, and I think a spectrum is a, a bad metaphor, a bad visual metaphor for, um, gender identity and its multiple, uh, expressions, but 
people were like, oh, so like if I'm a girly girl, I'm on the far right. And if I'm a tomboy, I'm on the far left. Instead of if I identify as um, a, a person with multiple femininities, I am on the far right. And if I identify as a person who is predominantly masculine in their identity, I'm on the other side of the spectrum, which again, imperfect uh, representation of how gender constructions work. They're more like lots of simultaneously intersecting and parallel lines. Um, people trying to solicit from people, you know, are you cisgendered? Are you non-binary? Are you transgendered? Even trying to visually represent that in a way because gender has different health outcomes equated to it than sex does. And we needed to disaggregate that information. So trying to design things to get people to think about their health in a way that they hadn't necessarily thought about it before was a really big journey, especially when you're trying to make it intuitive. Thanks for joining us this time. If you haven't already, subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting app and get notified the moment a new episode comes out. Halo Femta is an initiative by Sikalovia and Design Angel. Thank you to Pashel Tashi for producing and editing this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, do us a favor by rating and reviewing our show on the podcast. It will help us grow the show and make future episodes even better. If you want to connect with other changemakers that we feature in our podcast, go to our website, halofemtech.com, and join our community. You'll find helpful resources and industry events. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.